welcome to the OK Podcast, where we're talking all things Christianity, family, and adventuring. We are Kane, Ashlyn, and Axel. He's the baby. And that's where we get the KAA part of the OK Podcast. Also, we're not experts, but we're just okay at this whole life thing. Join us as we navigate life in the 21st century as a young Christian family. And we are recording. So... I uh, was sitting at the doctor's office the other day and um, scrolling through my Instagram waiting to get poked and realized that a huge portion of my Instagram feed was uh, sailing stuff, everything from sailing jackets and sunglasses to boats and different, different setups, different people's racing gear and all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and of course hiking too, but uh, pretty much all like traveling, adventuring, sailing. Um, and it got me thinking about how it was that we could incorporate something like that into a Christian uh, grounded way of living. Because I know there's so much of our generation that um, is totally all about uh, just, you know, kind of unplug from everything, um, uh, just be super minimalistic and on the road and not be connected to anything and kind of ditch your responsibilities, um, for, for adventuring. Um, and even though we're all about adventuring, I think that's, uh, a, a gift, especially in the 21st century that really needs to be uh, metered with um, with understanding our responsibility as Christians. So well, you were going to say something. Um, I was just thinking. I think we talked about this the other day, um, but that we have to be careful to not have, um, I guess, hobbies or things that I've told you this before that mm-hmm. I personally have this thing and I don't know that it's biblical I don't know that it's scriptural or even even right but um, I have this belief that we shouldn't have hobbies that are just for uh, for solely pleasure and um, no I do think we should have hobbies that are for solely pleasure that's fine but um, not ones that take up a huge chunk of time like sailing the world you know (laughs) we we often have talked about we want to sail and get a big sailboat and and live on a boat and sail the world and I think that would be so much fun but um, is it one of those things that you would just be spending thousands of dollars and um, years of time just to go do something for yourself or is it actually putting yourself and your family forward And I don't just mean like financially or like, oh, are you moving on to bigger, greater things, but um, actually mostly putting you closer to doing what you were put on this earth to do, right? Like, are we actually, um, not that, I don't know, I've heard growing up like, oh, what's your calling, your calling that like, there's this thing you work your whole life to attain, you know, the calling of God, but I don't believe it's like that. I think we're supposed to love God and love others and um, grow our family. But if that particular thing is just for the heck of it, just for fun, and we spend all of our time and all of our effort there, and we're not actually serving other people, and we're not actually glorifying God, and we're not spreading the gospel, 
then are we actually um, doing our job or are we uh, squandering it? I think there would be some people who would even argue that um, raising your family is the spread of the gospel now. And so I don't know how, like, right. sometimes I tend to think of it that way. Like, yeah, well, like, yeah, well you can raise your family on a sailboat. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even we know from, I don't think we saw, said the other day, we counted we've lived in five or six states since being married. Um, and that's not even the different cities in the states. Like, that's just, or even the places we've traveled. That's just the places that we've lived. And um, in in that, we have lost a lot of, community and accountability mm -hmm. even though we've gone to church everywhere we've gone um or everywhere we've lived we've not it's taken us a few months just to find a church and become part of a community and start to actually you know be regular and, and all of that and then just to pack up and move again um mm -hmm. and also there are plenty of times where you can just kind of like ditch or just leave and nobody knows nobody knows where you went nobody knows whatever because they didn't know you well enough to begin with right. and I think that's been um, something we've both noted has been a struggle um, in our family we've met some really neat people along the way and I think that's cool but um, I think it's important that you have accountability yeah and I think uh, one of the things you just said before about um, serving other people that uh, often um, at least in, in our little experience so far, that moving around a whole bunch um, from thing to thing, we, we are so often focused on trying to move us forward personally that we're not putting a lot of effort into the community mm -hmm. that, that we're in. Because mm -hmm. um, it, it seems like uh, the, it seems like it's so much easier the very first little bit that you get into a community um, that you're kind of feeling them out. Everybody's taking it really yeah. kind of slow, mm -hmm. and and nobody knows um, like who you are. Especially in America, I think I said this uh, before that um, our we had a little trip to Ukraine right after we got married, and uh, the fact that we were Christian meant that we were totally on the in with a bunch of people that we literally couldn't really even talk to, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Versus in America, it seems like, you know, we're, we're doing this moving around and you go to a church and people are like, well, yeah, but, but do you like, well, well, what do you really believe? And, and, um, nobody, uh, I, maybe I shouldn't say nobody, but it seems like often we don't have, uh, any trust in, oh, you're Christian. Okay. So we're brothers. Like, right. Right. Even, well, because even America has like, I don't even know how many denominations that are but it's like oh well are you this kind of baptist or this kind of baptist or that kind of baptist or are you this kind of are you reformed or are you do you you know or even i mean so much so that literally you can talk to people who are of a completely different church like lds or whatever and they're like oh yeah we're christians too and um there's just not um there's not an understanding of do you believe the Bible? Do you not? And I understand there are different interpretations of that, but um, if you believe the Bible, if you are um, God's child, if you a put your faith in Him, Christ right, and what He said, then we are family. <laughs> right. And that's right. not um, sometimes so understood. It's like everybody has to. My sister said this the other day, and I thought it was a really sad testament of 
of Christianity in America, but she was like, it's like everybody has to uh, interview each other, you know, like, and see whether or not you're actually worth putting time into. Like, uh, so where do you come from? Where do you, what do you do? Like, you know, I do these big, have these conversations with people, stand around and interview them until we're like, oh, yeah, 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 you're cool. Yeah, you're worth putting time into. Or else, like, mm, you're kind of weird. No, like, mm -hmm. okay, moving on. Or, oh, you're part of something I don't agree with or you're you know whatever it is but like yeah. people get to decide after their little interview of whether or not you are um, a part of the church mm -hmm. as opposed to like you said when we went to Ukraine which I know I'm totally getting off track but um, when we went to Ukraine it was very much like um, you believe Jesus and you follow him and therefore we're brothers we're family all cultural differences aside all yeah. language barriers aside we were family yeah. and um totally accepted and i think that in america that's become really hard to yeah. do and then especially as traveling it's like oh well, what church do you come from where's your you know this belief where's your this and that and so it takes two three months to even really mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm be accepted into church or not or whatever until yeah yeah, yeah. and i think part of that can be um you know cut a little bit short if you just like if you really initiate that if you like right. <laughs> like um just really dig in and like go basically kind of like from the flip side of it go you know search out the pastor go you know find mm -hmm. people talk to people mm -hmm. um but it seems like a lot we have this really really weird superficial uh barrier that's right. that's kind of difficult to get past um i think that is a cultural thing but i think it's worth taking into account when you're talking about as americans or on our generation you want to say something <laughs> you want to say something say we're crazy americans are crazy <laughs> And my feet don't work yet. <laughs> Here. But um, I was saying that it's worth taking into account because our culture is so, like you said, pack up everything, leave everything behind and go. And um, we've talked before about how, like, Paul did that in a way. He was, like, um, in, I guess, evangelist or whatever. Yeah. And obviously that was at the time of the early church, and so there was a lot more going on. But he was... Um, going and encouraging people and supporting people and he was accepted as he wrote ahead or wrote behind or whatever it was um or wrote behind wrote back to yeah. people he had just come from or whatever but like it was an understood they were all in community with one, one another and i think that's harder to do maybe maybe just because the church is so big now or maybe because of our cultural distancing from one another but um our young generation wants to kind of just run off, disconnect, go do whatever we're going to do, go travel. And I think it's easy to, um, to lose community, lose accountability in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 For sure. And, uh, I was going to say kind of like, uh, in, in Paul's era, he had, um, the roads were new, uh, Roman, the, the Roman highways were, uh, an epic thing that had just happened through that empire and uh, made his traveling um, so much easier. They, there was an infrastructure there that he could use to get around, uh, which was super, super cool. Um, 
and obviously and God used that um, and just w- wondering how um, how that mindset or how us being able to to explore and enjoy God's world so much more mm-hmm. in the 21st century how is it that we can um, use that and obviously his his work was very pointed and he was uh, traveling through a very pagan world um, we don't so much have that anymore mm-hmm. um, not that there aren't definitely places that that still are very dark but um but that we have the ability to go travel and explore almost every corner of the world right um and how do you for 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 especially talking to a generation me included who loves that idea wants to go see go stand on the tallest mountain and and Mm -hmm. dive in, in the deepest hole you know, and go see all of just, the things. Just like say really quick that we were made to do that. We were put on this earth to explore the things that God gave, right, and right. to go yeah. seek Him out because He is in nature. That's His handiwork. This is His yeah. creation. The cultures, the different peoples, the different mountains and seas and different places are they are meant to be explored. And as yeah. mankind, we are supposed to go seek Him out in that. But we are also supposed to be seeking him out in one another right yeah and then bringing people up and i think that there has to be a balance because like so many things we talked about this before but um you asked me about what i thought of the industrial revolution because um if i had my way i'd what were we, oh we were driving in the car and i was saying i i hated driving i would rather yeah, I would rather I'd live in a place that I could walk yeah. or take public transportation or something everywhere and just basically be a hippie. I hate being in the sitting in traffic or driving and all the fast paced everything. Um, and then you asked me like, well, what do you think of the industrial revolution? And like my personality, I like more of the, the calm being in nature being, you know, that that's more grounding, I guess, than the hustle and bustle. Um, but I'm also very accomplishment driven, so I'm like bipolar in that way. If I want to <laughs> like go do stuff and accomplish stuff at the same time, I want to um, I want to rejuvenate in a not going, going, going all the time. Right, um, right. Kind you want to have a, a place to retreat to, kind right. of. Well, right, and I think that that to me, I like being outside. I like yeah. walking. Yeah. I hate the driving. I hate the traffic. I hate all of the nonsense of. That's why I like the work from home, whatever. Yeah, anyway, yeah. all I have to say, I love the things that the Industrial Revolution has given us the ability to do. Like you were saying, travel, we can, we can, um, like you said, we bought a little sailboat for 500 bucks. We can go and buy a boat. We can go, that's common, um, it's accessible yeah, to us yeah. because of this, that anyone can go travel. Anyone can get on an airplane and go somewhere on a boat or even in an RV or a camper or a car. Um, we can, we have that ability, but I think that it's um, easy that just because, easy for us, that just because we have the ability that we, um, we uh, abuse it. Just like any other gift that God's given us, um, we tend to turn it into something for ourselves. We just, we're selfish. And um, we don't use it for, I mean, anything, food, drink, sex, nature, whatever it is, we have turned everything into something twisted and morbid, um, or even 
just not rightly using it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so, um, all I have to say, I think it's very easy to do the same thing with the ability to travel and going and seeking out God's creation and, and knowing him through his uh, people and through his uh, uh, nature or his creation, I guess, that um, we will go out and just forget everything else and just go... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Just, I almost have like, like whole... a whole uh, generation of people that, um, and and not that it's it's super important as far as human beings are concerned, but that history will totally forget them because they didn't do anything, didn't uh, build anything, nothing stuck. They all literally just kind of disintegrated, went all separate ways, and didn't accomplish anything. Um, but all for ourselves, like the, you know, right. the whole like go to India and find yourself kind of thing. These, and I, I mean, I think going to India would be cool, but um, the whole like we have the, I guess it's maybe a new agey thing, but it's very much our current culture to just um, go, go find ourselves, go do what we want to do, go find what we love yeah. in in nature or in wherever, in different cultures, as opposed to going to serve, I guess, is ends up being the biggest um, breakdown. And I think that we have this gift so we can go serve and so we can know God better and all of that. But I think that we have to be careful to find community in it or to be um, have accountability and find some kind of a balance, I guess, ultimately, is what that is. Yeah, yeah, and to know, um, like, sorry, he's... Yeah, you're being crazy. <laughs> Why aren't you guys talking to me? Um, talking to you. Yeah, just, just to see what the, the different opportunities are and know how to use them. It's, it, we live in a, a, a generation where, I mean... I've had computers around pretty much my whole life, and um, my dad didn't. And now we have computers that are integrated into almost everything. So how do you how do you take this um, this new ability that we have, almost like you know learning to fly? <laughs> you know we've had so many uh, developments. Um, that and obviously our country has gotten very carried away with itself and and like you say it's all about myself go find myself i want to go i want to go feel good about me mm -hmm. by looking at something else not mm -hmm. um oh, i want to go i want to go learn this piece of god's creation or i want to go serve these people or um or anything like that it's all about well i want to go do it for me right and and so it seems like almost that you could you could pretty much do the same exact thing, but your focus is what really what either makes it or breaks it. That if you um, you know like <laughs> you know somebody being uh, being called as you say to go serve in the Bahamas, <laughs> like well, <laughs> like who are you doing it for? If you're doing it for the people there, then then great, awesome, do it. Uh, but if you're doing it just for you and you're like well I'll try to make 
what I want fit into being Christian instead of how do I take what it is that I have and be Christian mm-hmm. better. Yes, but also I think the flip side can be true. We can easily get into, I grew up in this kind of uh, um, mindset. And it wasn't necessarily my family, but the people that we were around was very much like, if you're going to be a missionary, you're going to serve God, you have to suffer, period. Like, you you have to be the one that has the least money, and you can't make money if you're going to be serving God. You can't do anything enjoyable or you know, have fun things or nice things because that's not what people who serve God do. Like we have, you know, missionaries will pull sackcloth and ashes thing. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so I think it is, you don't want to get to that part where you don't enjoy the creation and the people and the things God gave us, the gifts he gave us. And that's, he tells us, that's the chief, well, he doesn't tell us, but the, <laughs> the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever and we're not doing that if we're just like oh well you know I, what we were just listening to um, the sermon on Sunday the pastor was saying, talking about um, uh, reading in uh, what was he reading I don't remember but anyway about where they were he was telling them like no you don't need to put ashes on your face and make yourself look so gray and sad because you're fasting Right. Like yeah. wash yeah. your face, stand up, go out, and you don't need to be making a scene, a thing of yourself, how much you're suffering because you're serving God. And right. I think that we've also had, at least where I grew up, um, there were a lot of people I was surrounded with where it was totally that. Like if you're going to be a missionary, if you're going to go serve God, you have to do it in distress. You have to not, like you can't have good things, nice things. You can't have, you know, money. You can't, you know eat all three meals a day, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you have to be suffering and being persecuted. And I think that when we're doing it right, that, I mean, persecution comes. He says that that will be the case, but yeah. we are supposed to be enjoying God. So I think that um, on the flip side, again, that if you're just going to enjoy God, and it's mostly enjoying yourself, and you go off and do whatever you want, and you forget His laws and His um, people just to enjoy yourself then you're missing it but also if you sit around and just serve everyone else just so you can feel good about yourself you're doing the same thing but on the opposite end yeah yeah so yeah i mean you have to be your your focus has to be correct and that's um like i said you probably you can do almost the same doing the same thing enjoying uh, the world that God made. I mean, you know, here in America, we have so many um, uh, really cool things to do. I mean, you, know, you can get, you can <laughs> you can get in the car and and go drive up a mountain and go skiing and then go drive down to the beach, mm-hmm. and and people do, and it's mm-hmm. and that's so awesome. That's super cool. Um, but if your whole life is chasing what feels good. Um, then then you're wasting <laughs> you're wasting God's creation on you kind right. of right. uh where well and it's not even enjoyable like at the end of their life we talked about this the other day we were just saying that about Solomon he had everything he could ever want all the riches more than anybody ever would or will and at the end he said it's all vanity mm-hmm. right all the stuff it doesn't make us happy we know that um mm-hmm. so we have to be I guess doing it for the right reasons and we've now talked all the rabbit trails around it, but how does that apply to 
sailing the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That like I don't know. I think that you can you can totally do that. But it sounds like to it comes back to people, like the thing that you pick, the things that you love. You can go all all the places and see all the things and have all the stuff. But the people are really what make the difference. Um, that you know, if you go we go sailing the world, having um, the community not and and uh, not only functionally, but it does functionally keep you uh, accountable, uh, so that you are growing and that people are there with you that can point things out to you. Um, we were made to be communal creatures. Right. And, um, but not, I think that uh, not just a new person every day. There have, right, you right. have to have a community of people that keep you accountable. Right, that know you. That know you, that yeah. they're not just like, well, this, guy, this guy thinks I'm cool because he knew me for a day, and this guy thinks I'm cool because he knew me for a day. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. Not, you can go around. You, you, can, <laughs> you can make a whole life of, of running around really quick, fooling a whole lot of people. Right, and that's um, what I guess I'm trying to say that there has to be a balance there on that that's yeah. you know, about what we've talked about traveling the world to serve other people um social media makes it nice that you do have a lot of people that know you i guess but but you can tell them whatever you want to tell them right? yeah. they're not watching your actual day-to-day -day life as people who you live in community would with. yeah 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 and i was just thinking about this um that uh, uh paul says when you greet each other greet each other with a kiss uh -huh. And I know it's like not a thing that we do culturally, but um, uh, but that that's very uh, intimate. Like you don't just <laughs> like um, uh, you don't let random people you don't know right. do that. I mean, and and uh, being Some American, right? So maybe, but um, but that's still like you are right. physically very close. Right. Um, you don't you don't get away with um, you know a Facebook message or even a phone call or right. Right. Uh, like you know video chat is great but um, as almost everybody in America is now aware you, video chat is great because you can wear a shirt and no pants and <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> That's true. right I mean there's there's so much that you don't get virtually that you have to have people present so all of that to say is that is that even something that you can do while uh going on you know long sailing trips and so not even just like sailing the world quote unquote but you know going across the ocean to visit somewhere and coming back like if you have um it seems like if you have a community in both places that you could move back and forth but if you do it every weekend or even like, like you could yeah. have two churches in the same town. You go to a different one every weekend, and nobody really yeah. knows right. what you're doing. Right, which is part of the whole membership and all of that. I think that occasionally doing that kind of thing, but I think um, it's fine. But I think that the lifestyle of living as nomads, mm -hmm. um, unless you're traveling like gypsies with a community, you know, right, right. <laughs> then then you, there you go. There's your community, but. Um, like we always tease that we're gypsies or nomads or whatever, mm -hmm. but but living that kind of a lifestyle is not. Um, I don't think that it's growing. Yeah, yeah, and we've only like we've kind of been doing this for 
I don't know, pretty much since we got married, we've been moving around different places. At first, like the work I was doing required us to move to different places. And um, and you realize how uh, difficult it is. It's not just easy to get disconnected. It's difficult to stay connected. Yeah, yeah. It's something that you have to do intentionally, for sure. Yeah. And I think one of the neat things is that we have met so many people and developed so many communities. Like, I think about our community in Washington and our community in Idaho and mm-hmm. the people, we didn't really have one in Texas, but um, yeah. the people in Utah even that we uh, met and the people down here in Arizona now. And, like, we've, we've developed communities along the way that... Um, that will last forever. Yeah. And I think that's really neat. But yeah. I do think that there has to be, um, like you've said and I've said, accountability. Yeah. So I guess this is pretty much, we've gone around in circles. Around and around in circles and <laughs> saying like the the whole um, living free and easy and on the road all the time doesn't really, doesn't really fit with a Christian view of the world. No. No, it doesn't, and uh, that's very interesting because I'm not sure that before we started this conversation that I had that entirely in my head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that we both, like I said, we both love to travel, we love, you know, like hiking, and we want to learn to sail and do it well, and, and right. to be able to go across the ocean, all of these different things. We love uh, adventure, um, but realizing that a life of just adventure uh, doesn't is not is not productive and it's not productive even for yourself the whole finding yourself thing is a lie because <laughs> you know, you're sucks right yourself right yeah it, if you if you go around and find a really pretty place to sit for 10 minutes and that's oh that's I found myself like no you didn't <laughs> like right. you, yourself is what happens when when things are falling apart around right. you and you have bills due and the baby is screaming and oh my temper. goodness I'm gonna mm-hmm. throw mm-hmm. something yeah. through the wall <laughs> like oh there well that, that was me that was pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that um, like you said earlier where where your focus is where our eyes are um, and what we're going for is is what will keep us in line will keep us from one ditch or the other yeah yeah but um, I don't think that this conversation is totally over, but if you guys there, whoever is listening on the podcast, have opinions, please reach out and tell us what you think, and we'd love to continue the conversation, because as you can hear, we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But learning and growing and even uh, just doing it while the mic is on, and uh and would love to hear from people who travel too like if you if you do travel a lot or have found uh different ways of staying connected or like a place that you call home or however it is that you do it whatever um it would be super cool and interesting to hear somebody else's perspective on it for sure thank you guys for listening to us and we will talk to you another time all right all right bye Thank you.